What's up, everybody? Welcome to the KF Podcast, SoundCloud edition. Yes. Today is August 10th. I want to say thank you for listening. If you just stumbled across us on the interwebs, check us out at kfpodcast.com. And the KF Podcast and all your social media needs, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, Snapchat. And uh, also, please check out our YouTube show where we have fresh weekly content. And uh, I think we're going to record something about more fantasy casting, casting couch stuff. And uh, couch stuff. And welcome to our microphone test. <laughs> oh, I know. This is so weird. Um, so we're also got more people away from home base today. So we got Brock via satellite. Hello, everybody. <laughs> then we I'm got at the infirmary today. Yep. And then we got Justin here as well. Hey, everybody. <laughs> so welcome to the delayed <laughs> talk podcast, which yeah. you're going to hear a lot of delayed talk and speech. Sorry about our technical difficulties. We're trying, but shit internet is preventing us from doing these things. Poor Facebook free preview that has to deal with all this. Yes, it has well. to deal with low talking and then very loud hot breath. <laughs> I'm trying to back away. <laughs> all right. So today on the show, Kenny, boy, um... We have nothing to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Tonight we have some movie news. Uh, Dave Bautista has been in the news a lot, bitching and complaining. We're going to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy future, some MCU stuff, a little bit. So a lot, Actually, a lot of different DC movie news popped up this week. Um, TV show World, new additions to the CW, a new Batwoman show coming out. We'll talk about that. The streaming services are up in their game a little bit. We're going to go into there. We'll check in for a little bit of toy news, check in for some video game news. Comic books, Fantastic Four returns with Fantastic Four number one, so we'll talk about that. And I don't know, we'll, there's really not much going on in the sports world, so we'll see about that at the end. I think we lost Justin. Probably. Did he just text us? Did he, did yeah. he lost him? Okay. So we lost Justin. Of course we oh, did. I'm back. back. Can you oh, hear me? He's yep. back. <laughs> What's ringing? There's just so many things ringing and going off. We're never going to get We got 31 views last week on SoundCloud. We're never fucking getting that this week. People are hanging up already. So let's pull the useless debate. What, do you have it? I got it in my hand. All right, go ahead. All right. So the question of the week is, is it cool to buy a collectible item with the sole purpose of reselling it? Question mark. Okay. This is a you. This isn't me. This oh. is rock. Okay. Okay. All right. So if you want to hear all these, this bad audio and everything else. If you can survive <laughs> through this nonsense. Head on over to SoundCloud now. See you later. Bye. Bye. I always almost hit stop. I know because it's the free preview. Yeah. But it's not anymore. Now you're on SoundCloud. Listen to this nonsense. Yeah. 31 views last week, SoundCloud. I, that's almost done. Hey, this like, is also free, too. What was that again, Mumbles? <laughs> This is also free too. This is also free too. That's right. Yeah, that's it true. is. Stick around. You just have to like go through the thing of clicking on the link yeah. and taking you to a different page and doing all that stuff. It's true. pain. It's a pain in the ass. Very much so. My ass is hurting already in this seat. Well, we've been sitting here for four hours trying to get this to go. <laughs> so, so what's that. our useless debate? Is it cool to buy a collectible item with the sole purpose of reselling it? Well, let's kick it over to Brock because this is his forte. No, it is not cool. That, I think that is what is killing the collector market altogether. Because now there's a false rarity on everything that's being made by the collecting community as a, as a whole. 
but not by manufacturers. So I'm afraid that this is going to cause the bottom to fall out on a lot of things, especially right now in Funko Pops. It's my two cents. I agree with you, Brock, but I would like to make money to feed my habit. So I totally have done this from time to time or bought things for the sole purpose of trading them to someone else for something else. Well, the value is See, I think, but I, I see people often like go into a store and buy everything, every, like the Pikachu pop. Okay. That's Target going nuts over right now. Like all you hear are people buying all six of them at the store. Like I think, it, you know, you got to draw a line somewhere because yeah. that's just creating an unnecessary shortage and making people go nuts. And I think it's stupid. Yeah, I agree. I, I think it is. That, that's ridiculous. If I see, if I see something out there, I don't. I've never bought all of it to like try to sell all of them online. If I bought one, yeah, I bought one. If I didn't want it to try to, you know, or you, most of the time anymore, I know guys that want the stuff, so I'll buy it, and they can just pay me back for it for whatever I spent spent on it. But and I'm totally cool with that. Yeah. I'm usually one of those guys. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Me, you, and uh, Rob have a good system going. What about Justin? Sure. What do you think about this? Um, I, I think that, you know, like Brock said, somebody going in and buying all of, of you know, something that's kind of exclusive I think is ridiculous. Um, it, and I, I think the stores and the retail, retail establishments are, are partially to blame because they should be – if they know an item is – an exclusive type item and they're only going to get six or 10 or even 50 of them. They need to put some kind of limits on people so they can't come in and buy out the entire. So one person can't come in and buy out the entire stock because not only does that create a problem for collectors where it initially drives the price up, but if that person decides to be a real dick later on, you know, they can sell a few of them, for a lot of money and make all the money they can back. And then all of a sudden they can flood the market and make them useless for anybody else to try and resell. So they can drive up the market initially and then completely blow the market out of the water, um, you know, later on. So I, I don't necessarily have a problem with people buying things specifically to resell as an investment. Um, but I, I think the, artificial demand and and things that that stores are allowing people to create is is stupid wow you really had a big long opinion on that one <laughs> i didn't think you're gonna go on three minutes <laughs> that's great thanks for listening to the KF podcast everybody. <laughs> and that's a wrap for the evening <laughs> all right well my only thoughts on it is i remember i don't really collect anything now that people are like trying to, to get on the market the only thing i remember is back when clone wars figures were big and i would try to buy them for my son and like people were going and buying all of the one guy like all the boba fett and then reselling it on uh, online where i can't get one for my son for christmas so that annoys me Ken, by the way ken ain't even paying any attention yeah, he's well, on his phone he, he's he's not paying any attention i'm totally paying attention <laughs> i just don't have anything to add right now <laughs> All right, so did we beat this one to death? I'm going to beat you to death. I think so. I'm going to beat you to death. All right, good job. Um, on YouTube, we did a casting call last week for uh, MCU Fantastic Four, so go check that out. 
Uh, people seem to like it. Um, we're going to do Did one. They? Yeah, they do. We're okay. doing one this week. We're going to cast a simplified X-Men movie, MCU X-Men movie. So Are we? <laughs> see? <laughs> it's so hard, people, to be here. Just with him in the room. No Brock here. No Justin here. Just me and this big, dumb idiot that I have to deal with. He ate pizza, and now he's tired. <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> he's yawning now. He was even off today, but he's yawning. I took a two-hour nap today. <laughs> he's tired. He's done. He's spent 25 minutes or three hours trying to get the microphones to work, and, and now he's spent for the night. Yep. Right? So that's what you guys are missing out on. <laughs> All right. We ready to move into movie news here? Sure. 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 So. The first big thing going on is that all this Guardians of the Galaxy nonsense and Dave Bautista saying that if they don't use James Gunn's script, he's not going to be in it. But That's fine. But he might be contractually obligated to be in it, but now he's saying he hopes that they end his contract so he doesn't have to be a part of it. He doesn't want to be a part of it, and he's outraged by them not having James Gunn. Okay. <laughs> the, well, I'm sure we can find someone else big than put, put him in green paint and he can. Dave Batista obviously thinks he is like fucking the Thor of this movie. Like, I, I, I don't I don't realize that. I don't think he realizes that he's just Drax. Or does he just not care? Does he truly like, hey, I'm fine. Like, I don't need the money. He I might... mean, I like you, but if you got fired and I was working for you, I'd be like, all right, I'm still I'm still going to be in this movie. Yeah, you don't like me. <laughs> Justin, what do you think about this? Yeah, I, I think it's kind of ridiculous. Um, you know, I I kind of respect him for having such a strong stand to stand up for a friend. But at the same time, your friend messed up. Continue on with your work. And, you know, I don't know. The only thing I can figure the reason that he's so strong about this, if it's not just him standing up for a friend, is, I don't know, maybe maybe they wrote Drax. Maybe he has a huge part in this movie, and he's afraid if, if they don't use his script, his yeah. part's going to get way cut out. Uh, you know, I don't know. Brock? Yeah, I think he can easily be replaced. I, I don't want him to be replaced. I think he's fine. But I would be much happier with a much smaller Drax role, to be honest with you, because I think Drax kind of is annoying at this point. As do I. Yeah, I agree. I think that I don't think I think he thinks he's bigger than he really is. Or before he would have been dying to get any role. Now he's like, oh, I'm going to I'm going to walk out if they don't use the right script or they don't do it like you're just Drax. Like if Drax ain't in the. What else have you done? Yeah. If Drax ain't in the next Guardians movie. I'm okay with you putting Adam Warlock in there, Quasar. I mean, there's tons of space characters we can use. I don't know why people are afraid to recast in these movies. Like, uh, you know, I get these guys have been these characters for a while, but I've said it before on the podcast. I would look at a recasting like a new artist joining a, a comic book. Yeah. It's a new interpretation of the character, a new look. And you just kind of say from the start that this is going to be a... The story's the same. It's just a new character. There's no sense in rebooting all this stuff just because an actor leaves. Like I said, they used to do it in soap operas all the time. James Bond. <laughs> How, like, Marvel movies are going are going to go as long as James Bond movies used to go. And they just recast them. And yeah. they just, well, I mean, they did it with War Machine, and they did it with Hulk. Yeah. They cast different people. And it, yep. So I, I think you could do the exact same thing. Yep. And, uh, speaking of annoying things in the Marvel Universe... The writers of Avengers Infinity War come out this week with a big article and announce, just to remind people in case you forgot, 
that Black Panther's sister, Suri, is the smartest person in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I don't know why that has to be announced, like on Twitter and all these other things. Like, who cares? Are, are these guys not working on any other movie? I don't know. Go ahead. What'd you say? Social Justice Warriors care. I guess Social Justice Warriors oh. cares. What he said. Um, I I I don't know why. Yeah, that's, that's the only thing. I can they're they're trying to um they're trying to tap a market that is not us that would care about something like this. Yeah. Right. I mean, every time I see this article, I post, well, that's okay, because Reed Richards ain't there yet, and I get yelled at my people, and I do it every time just to get in trouble, and I'm like, Reed, Reed's not there yet, sorry. When Reed's there, yeah, he's the smartest person in the Marvel Universe, sorry. Yeah, yeah. You don't have Reed and Doom yet in that universe, so you, you it's okay if you want to go with it. I just don't know why it matters. I don't know why it matters either, but when Robert Downey Jr. is also saying it and tweeting it and agreeing to it, like, why is this a thing? Like, you just got to push her over that she's... Chris Evans is going to start tweeting about Cap has the biggest dick in the MCU. <laughs> well, he does. <laughs> I've seen it. All right, well, moving on. Speaking of other Marvel news stuff, um, they announced that Nick Fury and Maria Hill will both be in Spider-Man Far From Home. Is Good. Does that make okay. you excited, Ken? Yeah, I like Nick Fury. I missed him. I'd love to have a standalone Nick Fury movie. I don't think you'll ever get that. Well, you know what? There's no reason to shit on me about this. I just want to... All right. Maybe Maria Hill will get more of her. You like her from How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, I can't remember her name, though. though. <laughs> what? I don't know her name either, but yeah. <laughs> I forget. No, what's, her, what's Maria Hill's name in real life? Uh, if you hadn't asked me directly, I probably could have told you. Phoebe Cates. <laughs> I don't know what her name is. Phoebe Cates? Phoebe Cates. Winona Ryder is her name. That's her real name. Judd Apatow. Cold Shoulders. Cold Shoulders. Cold Shoulders. Colby Smothers is her name. <laughs> Brock just keeps getting up leaving. What's the other He sees the chair spin around and he's gone again. Uh, he has a baby he's taking care of. All right, so moving on to the next one here. Um, Sony, you know, they were going to do the silver and black movie, which is a silver sable black cat movie. Yeah. And now decided they're not doing that movie. They're going to split it in two movies and black cat gets her own and silver saber gets her own movie. They're starting with black cat next year. No one cares. And that's when no one gave a shit. Hey, I'm okay with a black cat movie. Doing what? Being Catwoman? Being like Catwoman and stuff. Silver sable. I don't know why anybody even care. I never cared about her in a comic. I don't care about her in a movie. I don't. I don't get that one at all. Yeah, I mean they were going to team them up like silver and black, and I don't know they were going to take people on, but now they're getting their own movies. I don't understand. What Sony. they should do is they should have one because Silver Sable wasn't. Is this going to be real or is this? Gonna, <laughs> this is going to. I couldn't tell by the face. Is this going to be a real comment? You know what, I'm not going to say. No, it. go ahead. I want to hear it. Come on. <laughs> what they should do? What they should do is if they're going to do these this the standalone movie, Black Cat. It's all heist movie. Yeah, they Silver Sable's always been hired to do security or extraction. Yeah. So maybe what was the name of her people she used to have with her? The Silver Sable and the something pack, Wild Pack. The Wild Pack. That's right. You thought I was going to make some stupid. I thing thought it was going to be like Silver Sable and the Dollar Bills, or <laughs> you know, and the, and the Dancing Girls, or something funny like that. No, so they do. They have so Silver Sable as like a 
protection movie like the whole thing is or you know if they a movie together would be fine if it was black cat trying to steal something from silver from Sable. silver Sable on the wild yeah, yeah and then they could do one together i don't know something to that effect but i've never remember them working together like, yeah i never remember them being a thing sony's reaching with the properties that they have they're reaching reach around and silver well there's so many other spider-man themed characters they could they could go to first like prowler Oh. Like, what was it? Night, Nightshade, Nightwatch, Nightwatch, Spawn. Yeah, yeah. Justin, what do you think about this? I don't know. <laughs> I, this whole Sony movie universe is bizarre. I, it's I, I don't care. If, if they make a decent movie, I'm going to go see it. I don't have enough connection to any of these characters to really give a crap about a solo movie. Um, so for for me, I'd rather see them in a team up. But if they make a decent movie, I'm gonna go see it. So well, here here's my thing with Black Cat movie. If you were making a Black Cat movie in the late '90s, early 2000s, it would be a sexy movie. She would have. <laughs> Cleavage hanging out, tight leather outfits. It would be a movie that guys would be like, I want to go see this. They're not going to make that kind of movie nowadays because you can't have that because then it's chauvinistic and all that stuff. So they'll have her completely covered up and, like, you know, I mean, they got mad about Scarlet Witch's outfit in, in Avengers. And she was wearing a jacket and, and pants. She was wearing a jacket and pants because there's a little bit of cleavage. So I just think it's the wrong era for Black Cat. Like, you can't make that stuff anymore nowadays. Because Black Cat was always very sexy, sex appeal type stuff. Her outfit she wore, the whole leather thing, the well, boobs, huh? You can't do that in a movie nowadays. People will go crazy. Feminists will lose their mind over a movie like that. I don't know. You're exploiting women. Uh, like It's just not – I don't know how you're going to make that movie. It's, just, it's not Black Cat then. Because, I mean, wasn't Black Cat always a very temptress kind of person for Peter? Well, yeah, that was kind of her, you know – Her thing. Her shtick. Yeah, it was part of her lore was that she would, you know, try to – Tempted, very young and uh, naive. Peter naive Parker was the word I was looking yeah. for. Yeah. So, I don't know. I honestly, the Sony verse is so goofy. It is goofy. It's just odd. Yeah. We'll see I'm that. glad. Let's well, just go back to the beginning. I'm glad that Nick Fury and, and Cold Shoulders <laughs> are going to be uh, in the Spider-Man. <laughs> All right. You got anything up more for that, there, Justin? No. All right. We're going to move into. Ken's favorite movies, the DC universe of movies. So I don't hate them. <laughs> They're just not that good. I just like to tease you. So Aquaman director James Wan announced that Aquaman's movie will not have any surprise cameos from any members of the Justice League. Don't look for it. Don't stay for it. It's a complete standalone movie. It's the same universe, but he wants to build the Aquaman character. And then he after four, there's the, that will come down the road. So I'm totally fine with this. I think this is a good move. Yeah, I'm fine with it too. Because that's what made Wonder Woman successful and work, that you let her... This is how they should have done it from the beginning, is had these characters established, make them their own, and then tried to merge them, merge them together in a movie. Because that's what worked with... It's the Marvel formula, and they should have stuck to it. Mm-hmm. Agreed. You too? What do you it's think? True. Yeah. 100% on board. Yeah. They I think, did everything in the wrong order, but but it's a good move. Yeah. I mean, I think they're trying to fix it. I think that with, this, with the success of Wonder Woman in this movie, I think they're trying to fix it by saying, 
we'll let you know that this is in the same universe, but we're not going to do go crazy with crossovers because that we couldn't do that yet. I would now. I wouldn't. With that said, I wouldn't mind that the cutscene at the end of this movie is Black Manta meeting up with Luther and Deathstroke. I think that would be a great move. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, but you know, you know, who knows with them? Yeah. I I don't know if they're gonna. I mean, I guess they were doing the end credits before, but I don't know. It yeah. would be nice to see, but I think it gets to a point where it's gonna get stale. I almost want to see them show up in a movie too. Yeah. That they're like, you know, Luther comes by, gives tech to Manta to complete whatever he needs, and then well, goes from there. I think it's their only way to compete with Marvel. I think the Legion of Doom. Me and Justin were talking about this the other day. The Legion of Doom is so unique, and it's something Marvel doesn't really have. Yeah. Like, Marvel has the big outer space guy, Thanos, and all that. You go the dark side route, people are going to be like, you're just copying Thanos. That's all they said about uh, Justice League, was that was just Avengers with the... It was the same type of thing. So, the Legion of Doom aspect, nothing in Marvel is major villains all on a team together. They never really did that. No. They have the Masters of the Universe, but all Marvel... No, Master, Masters of the Universe. No, Masters don't. of Evil, sorry. No. Yeah. But they're all like B and C level villains. They never really did Kang and Ultra, all these guys like together in one. So I think that's their thing that they can be different and shine with is is pushing that Legion of Doom, that that grouping of characters. I think it's your... I think it's the way to save that universe. Yeah, yeah. Because they want to see some kind of team built, and I think that that would be perfect for it. It's unique. Mm-hmm. What do you two think? I agree. Do it from the, the villain end of building, the team building. So do the team building formula that Marvel did, but make it about the villain. With the villain time. side, right. Justin? And they kind of have a wrong that they're trying, that they feel that they have to write with each of these heroes, too. Yeah. Which adds more motivation. Yeah. Do you agree there, Chief? Yeah, I think that makes. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Um, you know, I, I, I think Disney or D, uh, DC was trying something to differentiate themselves from Marvel in the beginning, um, and it didn't work out. And now they're trying to write the ship, and so maybe doing the the villain team up is is a way to be a little bit different, but in the same formula. So yeah. Well, I mean, speaking of their ongoing formula we get we get another article again that ben affleck is still involved with matt reeves's movie and he's scheduled to be batman which is going to start filming beginning of next year and the director says nope he's still our guy it's who we're going with i don't know what's going on with that that world but that that topic never stops changing it's annoying all that batman joker all this stuff is stupid go ahead guys I don't think it's going to change until we get a movie that either does have Ben Affleck in it or doesn't. I mean, this debate is going to go on until we get official word from someone that says 100% he is our guy or 100% he is not our guy. I think it's all propaganda nonsense from other media sites. I think he's their guy, and I think they're going to make a Batman movie, and I think it'll be really good with him and Jared Leto both in it. I think it'll come off really well. Because I think he's a good Batman, I think Leto's a good Joker, and I think they could pull off a good story with with either a Jason Todd or a Tim Drake. No other heroes in it, just Batman, Gotham-related stuff. I think it could work. What about the other Joker movie, though? I think the other Joker is just like 
how DC, you know, when you read DC comics, like they're big on like you have an event going on, but then like there's just another comic out there that doesn't tie into it. They do that Elseworld stuff. Yeah, like how Joker Joker just had a Gotham White Knight series running for ten issues that was about him as like the hero of Gotham. Didn't tie into anything. It was on newsstands weekly. I think they're using that same logic with their movie universe Hmm. that they can do a Joker solo movie. It doesn't tie into the big thing and. That's just what it is. It's just it weird. confuses people. Yeah, yeah. Because people aren't used to that. But I think it's just, it is weird. Because you're going to be like, wait a minute, what Joker's in this movie? There's a lot of Jokers out there. There is a lot of Jokers out there. <laughs> a whole lot of Jokers. And then continuing with that theme, the Birds of Prey movie, they announced that the villain in that movie is going to be Black Mask. Is it going to be Joker Black Mask? Cause no, it'll be regular Black Mask, like like No Man's Land Black Mask. Okay. I'm all right with that. He's a, mo- a gangster and has followers. And Yeah. Well, I, one, of the Ar- one of the Arkham Asylum video games was you, the whole time you thought it was Black Mask, and then he takes the mask off There's and it's a Joker. Hmm. What do you think about that there, Brock? I'm all right with that. Uh, I just... Think that uh, you can't go too big of a villain for that kind of movie. I don't think, and Black Mask is perfect for that. He's just street level, very street level. Got his goons. You have to have goons for a five woman team of people to beat up on. Yeah, right. Yeah, you can't have five. No, of them have power, so it'll yeah. work. You want to see all all the goes women in an in an alleyway beating up a bunch of dudes and having those types of scenes. You can, if you have just mm-hmm. one villain, it's going to make it hard. Black Mask has followers. Yep. <laughs> uh, okay, so the next last bit of DC news here: they are go- moving forward also with a Supergirl movie. It's supposed to tie into the universe. There, there's, I swear, like every week they just pick a new character and go, "Let's start it." Or like, wait a minute, we haven't finished Flash, Batman, and Green Lantern yet. Uh, Supergirl, like someone, someone doing it. You know, like, oh, okay, take it and run. It really feels like they're just trying to do as much as they can until they, they something happens. So the bottom then, falls out. Yeah. Justin, would you go see a Supergirl movie? Yeah, yeah, I'd go see it. I mean, I, you know, like I've said, these are comic book movies. Unless I, I don't see a point where I'm not going to go see one. Unless it looks absolutely horrible from the trailers, yeah. and I think we proved that wrong with with the last Fantastic Four because we all went and saw that. So yeah. I, I don't know. I'll give them all a shot. Well, the the thing with it is, we were talking about this the other day again. Is people were like, "Oh, there's too many of these movies." There's not really that a lot. Like there isn't hasn't been anything since the beginning of July with Ant Man. And before that, we had, like, Deadpool in June. But we haven't gone to the movies a lot this summer. No, not as much as we used to. Not as much as we used to. We used to be there almost every other week in the summer with big superhero sci-fi movies. We haven't been there since the beginning of July. And there's really nothing till Venom in October. When's uh, Godzilla come out? Not next year. <sighs> and then, you know, end of the year, Christmas time, you have Bumblebee and Aquaman and all those. But, like... Is there Star Wars? No. It's weird. Star Wars should be at Christmas time. Yeah, but that's why. Like this, there would be room for all these other heroes if you were going to do movies. There's, there's plenty of open box office right now. How many westerns came out at a time back in the day? I don't know. This is the new genre. Yeah, I mean, every week there's a new scary movie. Out. There's a new thing under the thing. <laughs> Slenderman's out right now. Scary thing under the thing comes out next week. 
You got to do a movie. Don't talk. Don't talk or sponsor. <laughs> That's my favorite. That is the best movie ever made. All right. And the last bit of movie news. Uh, they keep adding to this Bloodshot movie. Now Guy Pierce is playing the villain in Sony's adaption of Bloodshot starring Vin Diesel. Can anyone name the villain from Bloodshot? I have no fucking clue who it is. It's called Blood Clot. <laughs> it's called vagina shot. Oh my god! <laughs> Where'd you go? I gotta blow um, my nose. W- do you t- two care at all about a bloodshot movie? Not at all. I want to watch. Not it. really. No. I want to watch it in case it sets up a Valiant Universe and all those EXO Man of War books that I have sitting in the back <laughs> of my car. I can sell for two dollars instead of one. Hey, you know what Justin says? As long as he has a good time at the movie. Then it's okay. I went and had a good time. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, then it's a great movie, man. <laughs> some old lady gave him an HJ. Had a good time. <laughs> had something to eat. Had some popcorn. Had a good time. <laughs> That's the only criteria that the cheese looks for in a movie if he had a good time. Yep. Yep. Justin, any movie news on your end before we move into the TV world? There was something I was thinking about that I oh. saw a headline for the other day, but I can't find it now, and I don't remember it because my brain is mushed. What, what a, what a soundbite that was. There was something I found. I couldn't remember what it was. I looked it up, couldn't find it, so I moved on. When he said that <laughs> sentence, I thought of the picture of Winnie the Pooh, and he's like thinking. It's like thinking, thinking. That's, that's Justin. <laughs> oh, that's great. Just, um, you know just, what? Then the other day I looked up something. It was good. I couldn't find it, so then I didn't think about it anymore, and I stopped looking for it. I go, okay. That sounds good. All right then. Well, I had I had something. That it, I remember thinking at the time I need to write this down. I didn't write it down, and now I can't find the stupid article again. That's a story. It pisses of my life. me off. I love it. All right, we'll move into the TV world. So, the CW is moving forward with a Batwoman TV show that's going to join those other shows on there. I don't know how they're keeping up with all these time slots, but. They announced that the actress Ruby Rose will be cast as Batwoman. I don't get it. Uh, Justin likes her. She he was all excited about Ruby Rose. I looked up. A, I looked at pictures of her. I don't know. She has a lot of tattoos. Yeah, they have a lot of covering up to do because Kate Kane or whatever doesn't have. I'm sure she'll have tattoos. They'll just keep her tattoos. Like I mean, that's she, not a big deal. Yeah, she has like across her chest, her back, all that. Like because they're gonna on the CW, they're gonna show nothing but her chest. <laughs> well. I found it ironic that they cast her because she is a known lesbian, and Batwoman's a big lesbian. She celebrates so. the LGBT community. Yeah, yes. and that's Batwoman's shtick. Is, or it's not shtick, but that's her thing, that she's a lesbian in the comics and yeah. out, so they cast a lesbian actress. That's a character that celebrates that community and does it well, and it's not forced. No, oh, yeah, Bat, Batwoman does it great. She, she's a great character. Yeah. I just it's thought this group... I just thought this Ruby. I thought they would have cast someone a little bit more athletic looking. She does look very. She looks very skinny. She looks like a runway model, like very, very skinny, very emaciated. And I mean, I'm not body shaming anybody, but Batwoman's a pretty put together fighter and 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 warrior. So much body shaming. Well, you know, she that she just doesn't look like someone that fits that mold of that character. I mean, she's got time to train into it. We didn't think Chris Evans was going to be a good Captain America. Yeah. Well, I'm sure they'll have her armored up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's it's the CW show. It's not like it has yeah. to be that good. Well, they're, they're introducing her on Supergirl. 
And then they're having a crossover. Are they going to be the world's finest? Is it going to be? Well, it makes me think that, like, you know how Supergirl in that universe is in her own, like, world? She's on Earth 3 while everybody else is on Earth 1 in that CW show. Is she going to be on Earth 2? I wonder if this Batwoman is going to be, like, also in the Supergirl world. And, like, the, and that's how she's not, like, in the Arrow world. It's probably going to be, like, the Power Girl Huntress duo, but it's yeah. going to be Supergirl. And... That way they can cross over more in their shows and yeah. stuff. I don't know. I mean, I'll watch it. I'll do give it a you, shot. Do you think they'll do something with her and um, and uh, the sister? That was hard to get out because we were all <laughs> chopping. You want to know if Batwoman and, and Supergirl's lesbian sister, if they'll put the two of them together? I would say 100%. <laughs> and when she shows up on Legend, and when she shows up on Legends of Tomorrow. Sarah on there will definitely have sex with her also because that's what they do in that show. That's what they do. Like when they did the crossover when Legends of Tomorrow met Supergirl, soon as White Canary met Supergirl's sister and they're both lesbians on the show, ten minutes later they were having sex in the hotel. Damn. And it's like, okay, just because you're both lesbians means you're instantly gonna go at it and have one night stands. So Sarah on Legends of Tomorrow has sex with anybody that's gay. That she has to have sex with her. So Even she, dudes that are gay. Well, she, oh yeah, she has sex. She, they had, um, what's his name? John Constantine on, and they had sex five minutes into the episode. So I'm like, yeah, she has sex with her. It's a weird her. character choice. Yeah, yeah it's weird. Because he's like known bisexual in comics, I guess, too, and does yeah. things like that. So Does things like that. Know, it, it's just, it, it's funny to me. It's like, well, if you're gay, you give it up right away. Don't matter what you are, you're gonna you meet. You're gonna be doing it. You're gonna instantly like each other. You're down to clown. No, you're down to clown. All gay people are attracted to each other, according to the CW. That's how it works. It's true. Right. We lost our all our listeners on that lake right now. Um, Brock, you're a big fan of the show Riverdale, right? Mm-hmm. So again, the CW with time slots galore to give out is doing a spinoff of that show. I didn't hear about that. What is it going to be? They haven't announced what it is yet. Jughead. I don't know. Maybe it'll be Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Hopefully. That'd be cool. They know. haven't shown her on the Riverdale yet, though. They haven't gone like the Supernatural route, route on Riverdale? No, not yet. All it is now is like all the adults there suck and commit crimes. And the kids figure it out. Oh, so it's like Runaways. Kind of, yeah. Okay. But without powers. Without powers. All right. Um, last bit of streaming stuff. They said they announced that the Young Justice cartoon is going to be very dark and edgy. It seems like that DC Universe thing is all about going dark and edgy with all their shows. Annoying. Yeah. You can't just have a regular show. Everything got to be dark and edgy. And then the Disney streaming service will kick off debut late 2019. And Captain Marvel and Avengers 4 will be the big selling point for the streaming service. What? That's where they'll be available first. So once the movies are out in theater, before they come out like on DVD or Blu-ray, it'll be you want to watch these two movies. They're on the streaming service first. They're going to be the first two movies not on Netflix anymore. Interesting. Okay. So like Thor Ragnarok and Avengers is now on Netflix and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. starting with Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. They won't be on there anymore. Okay. So that'll be their selling point. 
want to rewatch Avengers four and Captain Marvel, buy the streaming service. The know? streaming service better have every Marvel movie ever at all times so I can binge watch them before the next one comes It better out. have a thing that they run it. You can watch them all in a row instantly and it just goes to the next one. Yeah, you know like what I mean? This is the chronological, chronological. MCU. Yep. And, and it puts Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in there too. It oh, puts no. them all in. So you can watch them all. The Netflix and all that stuff. It just that way Agent you can watch Carter. You can watch everything in order. And you just watch it. Yeah, you can go back in time, watch Agent Carter first, then Cap- Captain America. You can get it all done. Cuts to the old scene of Ant Man when they're in the seventies. Wow. <laughs> Give me all that. All right. Anybody watching anything cool right now, T V show wise? No. We've had the game show. Find- 24-7 at my house. <laughs> Justin? I finally finished uh, Lost in Space. Did you um, like it? Yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. I'm waiting for next season. Um, yeah, it was all right. Cool. How many episodes was that? Uh, 10 or 11. I think, it was, I think it was 10. That's good. I, I started the, episode, the first episode. I never finished it, so... It was it was way different than than anything they've done before. Um, almost a you know the the family was changed quite a bit. The family dynamic and um, the robot was way different. Uh, but overall, I thought it was pretty good. Okay, well, that's cool. All right, well let's move out of the TV world. And Brock, you got any toy news from the land of New Brighton? Well, I don't know if Ken heard about this yet or not, but uh, Walmart is debuting a set of flashback WWE figures. They're in the current Mattel style, but it's a build a heartbreak hotel set. I have seen that. Yeah. It includes Doink the Clown, Shawn Michaels, Razor Ramon, and Alundra Blaze, which I thought looked pretty neat. Yeah, it looks cool because it's the Razor Ramon's not in his gear; it's in his like uh, in his promo shtick. So it's jeans and like an open shirt and stuff. It's pretty cool. There's that, and um, Keshi Surprise finally came out. They're muscle related figures. I think that's where Super Seven is going to go now that they're trying to like get out of the muscle license and do their own thing. Okay. And the first set was uh, Shira, and then there was a Hordak set. That was like the the counter. Set. They retail for four dollars a pack and include only one figure, so the price is pretty steep. Oh yeah, five bucks for one guy—that's kind of ridiculous. Yes, and you don't know what you're getting. How many different ones are in the set? There are six characters in four different colors in each of the set. That's annoying. And they come in 24-count uh, boxes. So I, I'm hoping if you buy a box, you'll, you'll get the whole set. There you go. But we'll but that's, that's a pricey box, though. It is. It's like 100 bucks for a box. 26 That's kind of ridiculous. Yep. That's really all I've got. Okay. Thanks for that. Justin, any video no game news? Uh, nothing new. Uh, I actually went back. I started playing Minecraft again. Uh-oh. Uh, so I'm, all, I'm going all that retro. money for that supercomputer to play fucking Minecraft on. <laughs> yep. Uh, right. That's all it is. 
Are you playing um, uh, Ark still or no? Uh, not much right now. I mean, I'll get back to it, but uh, I've just been. I, I usually only play one thing at a time. I, I don't. I don't hop. I'll get. I'll get hooked on Minecraft for a few weeks. I'll play it nonstop, and then I'll. I'll burn out a little bit, and I'll pick another game and start playing that for a little while. That's good. You're not playing <laughs> Fortnite, huh? I hate that game. He's not seven. Oh, my yeah. eight-year-old son's starting to play it now. I hate it. Hate it. It's no, stupid. It's, it's just so stupid. I mean, I, I don't. And the thing is, better, I don't even. I don't even really think he likes it. I think it's like because his cousins are playing it, and his brother plays it, and his other brother plays it. So it's like, I gotta play it because like when they're not around, then he's back to playing Minecraft and. Jurassic World and all this. Yeah. I'm like, oh, why aren't you playing that dumb game? Oh, no, I like it. <laughs> Can I have 25 bucks to buy a skin? Ridiculous. Get the fuck out of here. No. That's, not, that's just a Yeah, Minecraft. I was going to say, you better you better lock up the in-game transaction so you can't spend all your money. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's it's so it's such a money grab. Is there a way that I could... Is it like just download it for free if he clicks on it, or do you have to go in and like approve it? No, I, I think there's approvals. Uh, for all that stuff. Oh, I'll rip his head off and shove it up his ass if he starts spending money on that dumb game. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Well, there's your video game world. So, um, yeah, yesterday was a big day in the comic book world. Uh, it was the return of the Fantastic Four. I didn't bring it down for you, Ken, to look through it. I'll have to go get it. Thanks a lot. Um, I really liked it. I thought it was good. Yeah, I'd like to check it out. I always like the Fantastic Four. I think they're cool. It was, they didn't jump right into it right away. It was still under the premise of Ben and Johnny still looking for them, where Johnny doesn't want to give up, and Ben's pretty much had it. Okay. He's, like, ready to get married. And, like, he said, and spoilers, if you haven't read it, this is a little bit of spoilers. It was basically, like, people who know them in the comics saying, like, moving on without them, talking about moving on, where Torch really didn't want to. And then at the end, he kind of breaks down and is, like, he flies up into the sky and he's basically screaming into the air. God damn it, Reed. I know you're out there. It, it, you know, fix this. You're supposed to be able to fix this. And like that he like kind of falls back down and Ben catches him and he's like, they're dead, aren't they? They're not coming back. And then they finally at the end of the book show you Reed with like this big thing, whatever he's peeking into watching our earth with, with Sue. And he's like, we got to do something. We got to give him a sign. He's begging us. And like, and she's like, go ahead, do it. And she he launches something. And then above the whole planet Earth, a giant blue four appears at the end on the last page uh -huh. where the whole planet could see it, even, like, Doom at their castle and all that. Huh. And, like, Reed and Ben look up. Or Reed and John. Or Johnny and Ben. Johnny and Ben look up, and they're, like, both with, like, tears in her eyes. And they're like, it's about damn time. And, like, they show you, like, She-Hulk looking at it and Iron uh, Man. All and the everybody. people who are part of the Fantastic Four. All the people, like, looking up at it, realizing it, it's a big four, and he's all with this big contraction doing it. So it'll be his return. Good. It looks good. I mean, it's a good story, so. I'd still like to read it. Yeah, I'll bring it down and show you it. Also, speaking of a really good read, Doomsday Clock 6 came out, which I know this book is dragging ass taking forever yeah. but when they come out man they are good reads this one was all the um history of the mime and marionette those two new characters yeah interacting with, so it was like cutscenes of their origin and then cutscenes of them hanging out with joker okay and they were hanging out at like a big 
Joker and a bunch of Batman villains getting together and Flash villains. Yeah. And they're all dread. Like that's the thing with that book. You don't know where it's at. Like, like uh, J- Riddler's walking around with like a Frank Gorsha like '66 Batman outfit uh, kind of on. Weird. But then like when Captain Boomerang's there, he's mentioning about being in the Suicide Squad and Amanda Waller, and you're like, so this is. He's like, yeah, the Suicide Squad was taken out last week by Black Adam. You're like, okay, well, this is, this isn't like the '70s. Like, yeah. So where is this? And like, Joker looks very different. But the origin of them was really good. It was just like these two kids that were both beaten, and like found each other, and her parents were killed by like mafia, and they like, was, her dad was a doll maker. It was really long and intricate, but like. They're really violent, and Joker's, like, very enamored with them. They, like, wipe out all his men and kill all his men. And he's like, this is great. <laughs> he's like, I love you, too. You guys are great. And then, like, they all get re- they all get attacked by the comedian who's trying to, like, kill these two. And with the last bit, like, they just go back to their hotel and start having sex, the mime and the marionette. Yeah. And then, like, the comedian busts in to shoot him, and Joker sneaks up behind him and hand tasers him. Uh-huh. And they're like, and he's like, I hear you guys talking about this Dr. Manhattan. He's like, is he a dentist? He's like, because it really hurts when I smile. And they're like, no, but we need to find him. So it's it's good. I wish they would come out every month, though. Like, it was two months since the last one. Before that, it was three months since the one before that. Like, it's a good story. It'll be really good one day if someone reads it in a graphic novel. You yeah, enjoy the shit out of it. I'll read it all at once. Yeah, but right now it's bad. It's good, but it's bad how it comes out. And then my favorite book, How Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps, ended at 50 episodes. I don't know why they canceled that book, but it, end, it ended with a good... Because they're going to redo it. They're going to relaunch it. Yeah. Well, they're relaunching How Jordan and the new book by himself, John Stewart's with the Justice League. But I really like that four... They were calling them the four corp- corpsmen instead of the horsemen. It's like the four Earth guys. Yeah. That group was a really good read. I don't. This is one of the best comic books I've read in ten years. I don't know why it's being canned, but because I can't keep it up. But on the Marvel side, to make me happy, every so many years they always take my boy Havoc, stick him in a new X Men book, and he gets his shot, and then he goes away and has to turn evil. That's like the ebb and flow with Havoc books. But now he's leading Astonishing X Men, and it's a great it's a great book. Makes no sense. It's and you know what the best thing about it is is he's back from being like evil. Yeah. So he goes to like the mansion and like all the X Men kids are like, Aren't you bad? And he's like, No, I'm fine now and, and he's like, Where's the X Men? I'm returning to the team and then like Kitty's like, We don't want you, you're terrible <laughs> and, and he's like, What are you talking about? Like I'm an X Men He's like, Give me a team, I'll run a team and she's like, No, you're you're always a bad guy and then you lose it. She was like, Sorry and he was like, I was an Avenger. I led an Avenger team. She was like, That was a huge mistake <laughs> And she's like, We don't need you here right now So he's like, This is bullshit So then he goes and like asks uh some of the younger X Men, they're like, No, you're no one wants to be on a havoc team <laughs> And he's like, I can't understand why why no so he goes and finds Beast and Colossus who's like distraught from Kitty leaving him at the altar. Yeah. And he signs up with them, and then, like, Warpath shows up. And he's like, oh, Warpath. He's like, do you want to join my team? He's like, no, Kitty told me to come keep an eye on you so you don't start more trouble. Uh, and he's uh, like, you're on my team. And he's like, I'm not on your team. I'm here to just keep an eye on you so you don't get in any trouble. So he has this, like, ra- Banshee's back dazzler. It's all old. Whoa, 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 whoa. How's Banshee back? He's dead. Banshee That's... was resurrected by Apocalypse. Yeah. And that Uncanny <laughs> Avengers thing when he was one of the horsemen. Yeah. It was Sentry. 
Banshee and a couple people like that. Dawkin. When he yeah, when he died, Beast took him and like was fixing him. And Beast like You can't fix that. He wasn't well, he was revived by Apocalypse, but he was had all that apocalypse shit in his head and Beast <laughs> has been getting it out of him. So now he's like he has this long beard and hair and he doesn't speak. He just screams and goes crazy and they're fighting the Reavers and stuff, so stupid. And I I like the team because it's a very like late nineties, early 2000s team with Dazzler, Havoc, Banshee, Beast, you know Havoc. It's all it's all characters I like, so it's good. It's actually good. Astonishing X Men's pretty well. It's pretty well done. I don't, I, I don't know. I, yeah, it's a Havoc book. <laughs> he gets a team every seventy years. He gets a team, and then I'm back. So there you go. So, dumb. so there's your comic book updates. Do cool. we have any speaking X Men? Tune into YouTube. Yeah, as we cast the X-Men here coming up shortly. Big way. All right. Ken, when's our fantasy football draft? That's a great question, Don, that we should probably plan before you ask me on the podcast. We'll we'll have that coming soon. We're going to do that one on SoundCloud like we did last year. Yeah, I think so. It'll just be easier to... Just have it going on in the background while we talk? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So everybody loves that. Yeah, well, I mean, if we're... Well, I figure if we're all we already all play on our phones anyways while we podcast, we might as well just be drafting football teams and talk about. No, that. you play on your phone. I don't play on my hey, phone. Hey, don't go fuck yourself. <laughs> just swore. I I did it into the mic so Alex couldn't hear. So me. no one could hear you. Um, football started tonight. Da-da-da. No, that's ESPN. That's the wrong thing. Started tonight. I saw your Steelers are winning. I think we just got intercepted or something. Mm-hmm. That uh, number one pick for the Giants at. Shake one Barkley guy or whatever that running back. Yeah, he hurt his leg. He's out for the season. No, he didn't. <laughs> his first run was like a seventy yard run. In the preseason against the Browns. Still in the good. Preseason against the Browns. Still good. Here, let me repeat that. It's in the it's pre-season. Is he somebody you would draft high? No. No? I don't draft no. I don't draft no. You don't no, draft I don't no. draft rookies high in any kind of draft for money. Okay. All right. You don't win championships on rookies' first-round picks. All right. SummerSlam coming up. What do you know about winning championships? I was in three championships last year. You were. Three championships. All right, we get it. You're great at it. <laughs> How many did you win? One. But None. I won, I, no, I won one. And you know what? I'll, 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 it's me and you, Brock, this year. I'm, I'm taking you down. Hey, I'm winning something. You're winning something. <laughs> Do we have any uh, SummerSlam updates? That's coming up here soon. Anybody want to talk about anything on there? Nope. <laughs> Saving Justin having to listen to this. <laughs> That's what, two weeks away? Something like that, yeah. 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 I'm looking forward to the Mez Daniel Bryan match, but other than that, like, the card's kind of like, eh. Um, I think Samoa Joe, AJ Styles, is a show stealer. I mean, I know we've seen it on Impact, but you've never seen it in a Raw, like a, a WWE pay-per-view. Those two guys can steal a show. Yeah. They'll have the match of the night. Because you know that other title match is not match of the night quality. No, the only way that that's going to be an exciting match is if someone uh, cashes in money in the bank somehow. Yeah. Whoever has it at the time. I predict the Les- yeah. Lesnar Reigns match the last like five minutes tops. I I kind of hope 
I'm hoping for a cash in during that. There, there will be. I tell you, I tell you what was hilarious. If you were watching Raw at all this week, is Roman Reigns after his match with Baron Corbin walking down. He's walking down, and like all these people are like giving him five, and Finn Balor standing there because he came down and like interrupted Corbin, and and like Roman's looking at him like, hey. He, I knocked him out, go, like, finish him off kind of thing. And they're, like, looking at each other laughing. And he, like, walks by and gives, like, Balor a, a fist pump. And then he goes by the crowd. And these people are high-fiving him. And this girl puts her hand out. And he goes to do it. And she goes, nope. And puts her <laughs> puts her hand back and, like, covers her hair. And he goes, he just gives her one of those, like, Samoan things. And he goes, eh, whatever. Like, you know he wanted to, like, punch this chick in the face because he was so angry about it but she totally got him like you're you spent all that money to sit front row you want to like interact with the w superstars and that's how much you hate roman reigns that you gave him a nope and pushed and slicked your hair back as he walked by it was hilarious because his face was like and even balor's face was like oh <laughs> like that girl that that 40 year old lady just got you ringside that's great it was pretty funny if i was her i'd, I'd make that into a gif and put it on my uh all my all my profiles. you know it's probably out there people oh, yeah. do it and be like that's me i'm the girl that did that yeah all right well i don't have anything else i don't either it's been a shorter soundcloud but hey you need those once in a while exactly and Neil Young is, uh, calling all of Ronda next week that's kind of a big deal what's that she's going in renee young is going to be calling all of raw next week filling in for uh coach oh okay I saw they announced the May Young Classic people. I didn't wasn't really too impressed with all the list of those ladies. Pittsburgh's own Britt Baker's in it again this year, or in it this year. Yeah, trying to think of who else. There's a lot of people. Madison Rain. Madison, Madison Rain's not in it, is she? Yeah, she's she she's Ashley Rain. She's actually in it. Yeah. Oh, surprised by that. And um, Caitlin's back. Yeah, Caitlin's back. Um. Uh. Paul Eilering's daughter's back in it. What's her name? I can't remember her first name. I was surprised Santana Garrett didn't get the call up for it. She doesn't need it. She wanted it. You wanted it. No, I follow her on Instagram. She's like, I'm waiting for the call. Yeah. Yeah. That's all Ken has to say about those things. I'm just, I don't know. You're just what? I'm not. I like her, but I'm not overly impressed with her. I think she's fine. Yeah. All right. She should go to Impact and wrestle. She has. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. All right, everyone. Uh, please check us out on uh, DKF Podcast on social media, at KF Podcast, YouTube, all that stuff. And uh, kiss your mother in the mouth for me. All right. There you go. Good night. Later. Later. God, bro.